Hey, Blockheads! This is DJ AKV Amanda Knight, and I'm here to let you know that my so-called whatever podcast and No More Games Radio have joined forces. Listen to No More Games Radio on Sundays at 2 p.m. for your favorite episodes of my so-called whatever podcast, and maybe a live episode? Who knows? Tune in to my so-called whatever podcast for upcoming No More Games radio features and exclusive stories from our staff and DJs. And as always, follow us on social media at No More Games Radio and at my so-called whatever. Hang tough! Friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, we're friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, crying, hug, friendship solid gold. My soul code whatever started a year ago. We share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, AKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW Hashtag Friends Forever Yeah Uh, 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 uh Yeah Hey Brooke Oh hi How's, How's it going? going? Oh, it's going pretty good yeah. I've been um, I've been yachting it up on the app Oh let's uh, I will add you I, I do I you like, play Yahtzee too? I do. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No I idea. Time. I I love Yahtzee. I've been playing it a lot lately, mostly with strangers, people I don't know. Well, I'll play with you. And all right, cool, cool. You know what I like? I like a good real Yahtzee game. Like I want to roll I've, the dice. Roll can the I tell dice. you a secret? What's that? I've never played real Yahtzee. What? I actually never played Yahtzee, didn't know how to play Yahtzee or really what it was about until I downloaded this app after a friend of mine told me about it and said, Yahtzee's a cool game. Oh my gosh. I we used should to play. I used to play, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but there was this guy named Bob and he was older, like much older, like in his late 60s and he worked at the airport with me. Aww. He was the sweetest guy. And he liked to gamble. He liked to gamble. And so we would play Yahtzee for pennies. And he would never make me pay. But then when like That's I cute. would win, he'd always give me money. I'm like, no, Bob, we're just playing. We're just playing. Like, right. He passed oh, away cute. a couple years ago. He was such a nice man. I remember him. Yeah. I remember you talking about him. Just, he'd always go and get the Powerball. Like he drive because like I don't think it was available in Maine at the time, and so he would drive to like wherever Connecticut or wherever you had to drive to get the Powerball, Massachusetts <laughs> buy, and so we would all go in on it. So there'd be like a bunch of us, and he'd write it all down, like write all of our names down, and then he'd buy like a bunch of tickets, and if somebody won, you split it with all those people. Yeah, like a pool. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Used to do that at the airport. It was fun. Did you probably guys ever win? No, never. No. It was just, it was, it was fun because like 
every time it would happen, we would do it. And then we'd all sit around and talk about what we were going to spend the money on. And it was just a fun thing to do. It was just fun. That is fun. You know, it's, it's that it's like the, the, yeah, it's gambling, but it's just like, it's a fun thing. Like we don't, we didn't play it every day. It's like the camaraderie. Right. Right. Just kind of like brackets, which I actually won March Madness once. And all the guys were pissed at me. It was when Gonzaga, I don't know if you guys follow sports. Some of you are probably tuning out right now. But Gonzaga, like their team wasn't as good as it is now. And mm-hmm. I picked Gonzaga to to win like in the early part of it. And um, nobody else, ha- you know, everybody Like else they were picked, an underdog. Right. And they won. And everybody else's brackets were crap after that, but I kept going. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, this week has been good. Kevin's been watching March Madness. I'm sad that I didn't do a bracket. Um, I did a bracket. And actually, speaking of Gonzaga, I have Gonzaga winning it all. Oh, yeah. Hey. And in my family bracket, I have to say, I am, I'm actually going to go look at it right now because. I am not at the top at this point, mm-hmm. but I my bracket has the most potential. Ah, it's the I, least that, busted. That's that's always fun. That's always it, fun. It is, and it's it's mostly for fun. Um, Do you win something? Is there a prize? So I don't know. I think in the past they've we've done like. A gift card or whatever like it's not a big thing it's mostly bragging rights yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't really pay attention to the details because like it's my family from like other places we don't talk yeah <laughs> we just do the brackets yeah, yeah yeah um i mean we talk when we see each other but because of the pandemic and stuff we haven't really seen each other right all for a year right um but it's fun and i made one for sadie too and hers it well there's 18 of us and she is almost at the very bottom Aw, Sadie. What I did is I she didn't pick it. I did. She couldn't be she wasn't interested. But I just picked the cutest mascots. Aw. Well that's, that's I just that's fun. That is fun. It is. So anyway, um I don't watch the games, but I do keep track of like the scores and know like I'll root for whoever I have winning. Yeah. But Kevin watches them. Yeah, he does. He was kind of ticked tonight because he was trying to find like a live game and he couldn't find anything. And so let's intro and then we'll get into some, some discussion about some TV shows, some new kids TV shows (laughs) or TV show. Yes. One show. Um, Cause it's a block party. It's a block party. Yeah. All right. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. And as you know, Welcome to the block party. We in the arena, nobody. Nope. Mm-mm. Definitely not. And we are definitely not leaving out a little discussion about John's farmhouse fixer. Right. Oh my gosh, you guys. Because I don't have we even talked about it at all? No, I don't think so. I don't think we have. Um other than maybe the night that it was premiering i think we may have been recording yes i think and we just was like it's premiering um but it's out Mm -hmm. we've watched it we know you guys have watched it right and um 
can I just say I am obsessed like I I love it and I like those kinds of shows anyway right 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 but it's so neat to see John like in his element that's cool yeah and he just seems like such a I mean he is I I shouldn't say that he's play he's very playful he is and he's so kind and thoughtful and like he gets emotional and it's so it's so like sweet to see that side of him Mm -hmm. and we kind of know he's like that anyway right but it's just it's neat to see it on your own tv at home every week yes (laughs) i actually don't have cable so i was like i'm gonna be smart i'm gonna get discovery plus and then i'll be all set and i'll be able to watch farmhouse fixer wrong (laughs) i was not able to watch it on discovery plus so then I couldn't get rid of Discovery Plus because it has all my ghost shows on it. So, and I got addicted. Like I was like, no, I can't get rid of Discovery Plus. So then I then I signed up for Filio or Philo or whatever it's called, mm. and then I was able to watch Farmhouse Fixer. So, and I watch it on YouTube TV on demand. Oh. And that's great. It works out well because yeah. I did the same. I went looking on Discovery Plus, which we had anyway. Right. Um, because just gonna say it has all of those ghost shows, yeah. which are so awesome to watch, but it also has all of the other shows that I love, like yes. Thousand Pound Sisters. Right. It has I was <laughs> really excited. I'm like, love oh that my show. gosh, I can get lost in this. So I pretty much um Unless I'm listening to Let's Not Meet, the podcast, because I freaking love that podcast, I'm watching Discovery Plus or listening it's, to Discovery Plus in the background. It's amazing. So yeah. so anyway, we both found our ways that we can watch Farmhouse right. Fixer. Right. And I have, first of all, a couple of comments. Okay. First of all, I love the cameos from his family. Mm-hmm. Yes. They have been amazing. His mom, the beekeeper, is so... She just seems like a cool lady. I love her. And we were talking a little bit before we started recording. I love that we were like, she, oh, we have to talk about this. Yeah. I love that she comments in the Farmhouse Fixer. Yes. So if you guys don't belong to the Me Farmhouse too. Fixer group, you need to go. It's a Facebook group. It's run by Sharon. And it's it's really cool. It's It's really, really cool. Marlene. I lost I had I lost her name for a second Marlene. <laughs> yes. Yes, run by Sharon and Marlene mm-hmm. and it's so it's just a it's just fun. It's a neat it's a neat little place and there are there are new kids on the block fans aka blockheads. Mm-hmm. Um then there are also just fans of the show and it's it's kind of a neat little little mosh of of people. And the show is so good um and a lot of the discussions it's kind of neat on the facebook page after Mm -hmm. an episode airs because you see people popping up like oh my gosh i love the paint that they use i love yes yes they they have some really cool like design ideas and stuff and things Mm -hmm. that i wouldn't think of but i also don't i don't really have that eye Mm -hmm. like i generally just do everything neutral same but like wouldn't i love the it was the second episode and they did the kitchen for the family mm-hmm. at the house um in i think it was in ipswich 
oh my gosh the like blues and the teals and oh it was so pretty so pretty and i just i love what they did with it and by the way that kitchen was gorgeous at the end Mm -hmm. gorgeous and that's the thing i can't watch these shows because i want to do it all to my house and i can't afford that yes yeah when they were talking about budget when john's like well you know to do this and this and this you know to do what you want to do we're looking at about two hundred thousand dollars and i'm Good like green holy, holy macanoli that- that's like how much i spend on my brand new house right well, almost yeah <laughs> but like that's that is a lot of money um but boy it is amazing what they do yeah i and also it's a great show great idea yeah special shout out to stella the chicken yeah yes I love her. I love John's chickens. And I also have been inspired. Now, my husband hasn't agreed to it, but I really want a chicken coop. I would love to have chickens at my house. Well, how about you and Kevin get together? Why? He wants chickens? Kevin has wanted chickens since we moved into the house next door. Like, he's always wanted chickens. He wants his own little... I want a chicken coop. I want chickens and I want ducks, too and can i tell you why i don't want chickens why well i'll tell you why i kind of don't want them but i do want them okay but you tell me why so my grandfather not the one i always talk about on here but my dad's father um always had a chicken coop and i always wanted to play with the chickens you know like yeah. i and i i wasn't a like i would never like ruffle feathers like i wouldn't go in and like mess around with them i just wanted to go and like pet them and they would attack me. Yeah. Would I would walk in there and one of one time one of them got out and was chasing me around the yard and it scared the crap out of me. So <laughs> I mean, I know that they're they're all, not all like that because like if you get them small and you but like there was they didn't really have human interaction, I don't think, a whole lot. Yeah. It was mainly like for producing eggs and Yeah. So my grandparents had chickens and it was the same experience. Like I would go into their coop and they would just peck my ankles mm-hmm. and, and I just wanted to pet them, but they would hurt me. Yeah. And so I remember my grand, my grandmother, like lifting me up out of the coop and swearing at the chickens. Um, and she also had some ducks who Aww. didn't want anything to do with kids. Um, but but I want chickens and I want ducks. And I love the wallpaper that John used in the chicken coop in mm-hmm. the first episode. Mm-hmm. So much I was inspired. Like that, I feel like that sealed the deal. I want chicken wallpaper in my chicken coop. <laughs> and I really, I really want them. But Pete's like, no. But you have a perfect I'll, place for them, to be honest with you. I know I do. The only thing I worry about is predators yeah Mm -hmm. like i work with somebody who has chickens and i know he has chickens and a duck one single duck Mm -hmm. and i am obsessed with this because i like i so badly want a duck um so i asked him about his chickens and the other day he was like well one of them got eaten yeah one of them Mm. one of them got got caught um and that that's really sad and that would break sadie's heart too but oh my gosh it would break my heart but at the same time, I want fresh eggs, which I'm intolerant to, but I still want fresh eggs. 
so I can provide them to my neighbors. We get fresh eggs anyway, but. And um, yeah, they would not get eaten in my house. Yeah. Ever. I think it would more so be like for pets for us. They'd be like, that's same, same. And I would love, I'm right there with you. I would love to have ducks, especially after watching the TikTok. It's like two ducks or <sighs> us two ducks and they eat peas out of a little thing. And they're like, <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, ducks are the, like, seriously, the cutest little animals. Like the duck that I don't know what the TikTok is, or maybe it's the same account. I don't know, but she'll take the duck through the drive-through and get him like a cup of water. No, it's not the same one, but that's adorable. And he's just like, nom, 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 nom. it's like yes. ice water. And he I sticks his little it. beak in there. Oh. I love the sound. I do too. It's, it's very like, relaxing. I was going to say, it's like very calming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we love the show. Yeah. We would love to have, we would love to have John on our podcast. To talk Absolutely. About absolutely i mean so, like let's let's put it out there let's th- we're throwing it into the universe john um, we would absolutely love to have you on the podcast and we would absolutely love to just talk about farmhouse fixer and we'll talk about like the houses we have up here in maine right and we can talk about here. your chickens too the house that i'm in right now is one of the oldest in bangor where your office so, is, yes. Where your, my office your, is right yes. now, yes. Not my new house. <laughs> that one's like one of the newest ones. But um, right. yeah, it's it's very old. It's not a farmhouse, but it's very, very old. And it has like its neat little things. So Little historical quirks. Right, right. Yeah. So it's a really good show. If you haven't watched it yet, watch it. But you probably have. Right exactly but if you haven't watched it right <laughs> so we've got some stories totally well, i say let's jump into them who wants to go first i will actually go first okay sounds good okay here we go this story let me tell you i cheated i cheated and i read it you read it i did because it's so good it's such a good story and I can't wait to read it to you guys. Katie, you know I have did. not read it. I have not read it. So this is my first time. Okay. Here it goes. Katie's NKOTB story. Picture it. 1989. Typical sixth grade classroom. Hanging Tough was released in NKOTB. Bangs. My caboodles. And the color hot pink was my life. I was a huge fan, especially of Jordan. Swoon. Still am. And had a book cover slash folder thingy that I kept my homework in and took back and forth to school from home with things that needed to be turned in. One day, as we were all settling in for the morning and the bell had not yet rung, I took out my homework and was turning it up front to the teacher. And when I walked back to my desk, my partner, no name allowed, just known as jealous male sixth grade boy was making fun of my folder with people around our desks. Whatever. I wasn't listening, nor did I care. So I grabbed it and started to put it into my desk for later. And suddenly he took his scissors out of his desk and started tearing it up with scissors. Yes. OMG psychopath. My beloved folder. No scissors. That's rude. I know, right? I know, right? What the hell? Sixth grade. Those folders were hard to come by. I really wanted the three ring binder, 
I think I did end up getting one, but um, the folders were hard to come by. I got had one folder, but I wanted like three because I think that's what you needed to have. Um, I think there was two right. different folders, but like there was only one. Like I think I feel like we went to the store. There was one folder left, and I was like, it was meant to be. I immediately sprang into action, grabbing my folder back from him and his weapon, holding it close to my chest as it was now ripped to shreds and tears started falling from my eyes. Oh, Katie. I didn't even feel it, but someone said, Katie, you're bleeding. And I looked down and in the melee of attempting to save my beloved folder, almost all of my skin was cut off the inside (gasps) of my left pinky finger and I was bleeding everywhere all over the place like pumping out blood that like I can see it because when you get a wound like that like as your heart beats it goes not to not to do sound effects but (laughs) sorry if I just made people (laughs) sick to their stomachs um a lot my teacher was about to faint she ran me down to the office where I was then taken to the emergency room I got 14 stitches. That's all I could have because there was not much skin left to stitch. I cried the whole time about stitches. Of course not. (laughs) She was crying about her homework folder. My homework folder was a chopped up, ruined, bloody crime scene. I was devastated. My desk partner had to write me an apology note and was suspended for the rest of the day. My hand hurt for weeks and I had to wait for my mom to find me another exact replica homework folder. There was no Amazon then, remember, to ease my pain. It took her some time. I still have teeny scars from the stitches on my pinky that are special to me. I mean, I shed blood and was rushed to an emergency room, but even today, anything for my guys. Sincerely, Katie. So can I just say, he was only suspended for the rest of the day. Wait, it should have been the whole week. That's, That's like opinion. assault. Five days, su- five day in-house suspension. Not at home because that that's like that's where the Nintendo them. is. Right. In-house school suspension. That would be my if I was the principal. Yeah. For for shearing somebody's pinky with a pair of scissors. Yeah. Mm, no. Right. That's crazy. But Katie survived. She is okay. She has the battle scars to show. She sure does. And it's a I mean, it's a great story to share. It really, it really is, Katie. And you told it magnificently. So thank you like so much. I did too. And I'm I was like, so excited I felt to like I was again. in that classroom. Yeah. I could like <laughs> picture it in my head. And I was picturing like fifth grade Mrs. Butterfield's class like that's so funny because i was picturing fifth grade mrs lagrange's class were you really yeah that's funny because i think <laughs> but i think 1989 we were in third grade i do believe um yeah we would have been i think it was eight like 89 90 would be yes, fourth grade fourth grade because i can remember that's when i made all those videos and stuff was in fourth grade <laughs> so yeah yeah like to think i'm um, on dance party usa guys <laughs> thank you so much katie yes thank you katie all right i'm gonna read the next story this is from christina christina and it is it is christina's you might be at the wrong waffle house story i'm ready i'm here for it here i go 
Hi, Brooke and Nikki. Congrats on your 200th episode. Oh, hey, thanks. thanks. I was looking at my old blog page and I found this post. It's not a story, but I was inspired by one of the post NKOTB concert adventures that I had with my friend Michelle. We decided to go to a Waffle House after the Cincinnati, Ohio NKOTB show in June 2009. We were hoping that Donnie would show up. Well, we ended up at the wrong Waffle House. Oh, Donnie no. did go to the Waffle House after the show, but it wasn't the one that we ended up at. Oh, no. The one we went to was in a kind of shady neighborhood. Uh-oh. So my friend and I ended creating this list of ways you can tell that you might be at the wrong Waffle House. <laughs> joke. So I thought it might be fun to share. You can decide if you want to use it or not. Well, we are going to use it. Oh, we're using it, Christina. Here we are using it using it um so you might be at the wrong waffle house waffle house ground rules number one never listen to donnie (laughs) he doesn't know where he is or where you should be going go with your original plan you were right donnie is wrong (laughs) number two do your research prior to trip if you're not local landmarks good neighborhoods bad neighborhoods etc Beware of locals or Donnie that give you bad info and try to throw you off the path. (laughs) Number three, don't go back to hotel to freshen up. You lose valuable time. You all will smell like sweaty ass. Just deal with it. (laughs) Only she didn't write ass. She wrote a asterisk asterisk. asterisk. I can't say that word. Asterisk. I can't say it either. I say asterisk. (laughs) A, pound sign, pound sign. Yeah. Nope. A, nope. star, star. 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 <laughs> Number four, new kids generally don't hang out in shady areas. If you arrive and don't really think they would come there, go with your instinct and find another Waffle House. Number five, new kids probably don't stay at the Drury Inn or have trailers on their buses. Ignore any tips, including those things. Number six, if you happen to fail, might as well enjoy your meal. Don't just leave. <laughs> Number seven, laugh at your mistakes. Have fun with the experience. If life hands you lemons, make lemonade. You're probably at the wrong Waffle House. If you didn't actually arrive with a tour bus, you're probably at the wrong Waffle House. (laughs) If there's another Waffle House closer to the venue, you're probably at the wrong Waffle House. (laughs) If you pull up and there's less than five fans there, including you, you're probably at the wrong Waffle House. Oh, no. If there's a cop standing guard... You're probably at the wrong Waffle House. If someone is flashing headlights in the parking lot and the waitress looks terrified, you're probably at the wrong Waffle House. If the workers are fighting behind the counter, you're probably at the wrong (laughs) Waffle House. And finally, if there's a drunk guy talking to himself at the counter and says, blame it on the alcohol, you're probably (laughs) at the wrong Waffle House. (laughs) Bye. From Christina. That, first of all, that was awesome. Second of all, I feel like that's a snapshot in time. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, that that era. The Waffle House era. The Waffle House era. And I think that that's so cool. So freaking cool. I love it. I can remember when I went to Memphis for the first time because there's yeah. not Waffle Houses up here. So. Right. But there's one in Memphis. And I was like, I wonder if Donnie will go to this Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe if i come down during a like i was thinking maybe if i came down during like a concert or whatever maybe i go right. to the waffle house and maybe donnie would be there maybe donnie would be there i've only been to one waffle house ever really? and it was 
Yep. And it was 1998 when I went to college in Orlando. Oh, yes. Yeah. For a very, very, very short time. And I went to a rave. Oh, my. Which I had never done before. Was this with Michael Vick? <laughs> Michael Vick? Am I allowed to say that? Oh, wait. No. Yes. No. No. Who was the guy? Who was the um Dante Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper. Oh, sorry. Um, no, he was not there. But I was with my roommates, and we were like, I'm sure I've talked about this before, and this is quick. But we were like a picture, like a TV show where there's You've never four talked girls. about this, by the way. Okay, picture a TV show where there's four girls that are put together to live in an apartment and go to college. And they, none of them knew each other. <laughs> it would be like that. We were all the opposite of each other. There was a stereotype for everybody there. Really? And yes, it was hilarious. But we all got along really, really well. And we went to this rave and I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what you wore. Like I stuck out with like a sore thumb. But I don't know what I did. All I know is I went to Waffle House. I didn't eat anything. I passed out in the booth. Oh, like I slept in the booth because you were drunk. I don't know. I don't oh, know. No. That was a that was a different time. Oh no. I mean, I don't know, but I passed out in the booth, and I remember them waking me up to when it was time to go back to like home. It was like three thirty in the morning. <sighs> that was the only time I've ever been in a Waffle House, and I didn't how, even eat. How long were you there? just a few weeks it was not long it was not yeah. long i, I got I, I was super sick i was so glad you came home oh that's right you got sick i was super sick like it was weird it was like all i know is my dad flew down drove me home in my car and i slept the whole way and that's florida to maine that's crazy and we we stopped once at like a rest area and my dad slept for a few hours that was it we didn't even like stay in a hotel i slept like 28 hours straight in the car after i had already slept it was weird anyway i don't know what was wrong with me but i came home and here i am <laughs> you were really really sick though yeah that was weird it was like have you guys ever been sick where I wasn't like throwing up? I didn't have a fever, but all I could do was sleep. And I was also like hypersensitive. Mm -hmm. And I remember laying in my bed and my blanket felt like it weighed a thousand pounds. And all I wanted was to throw it off of me and I couldn't. And like, I don't know. I was like hallucinating. I don't, it was weird. That's like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I remember all I wanted to do was throw furniture out the window. What? <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. I don't and either. I've told that to people before. And nobody, like, I feel like nobody understands. Like, like, my teeth felt soft. I know this is weird. I mean, like, they didn't really feel soft. But, like, I remember biting and my teeth felt like they just, like, I couldn't. Like I couldn't do that. And um and I wanted to throw my desk out the window. I wanted to throw my TV out the window. I wanted to throw and that was like one of the big TVs back in the day. Mm -hmm. 
I wanted my bed out the window. Like I didn't want furniture. And it was like this overwhelming feeling of like, I can't do that by myself because they all weigh like an elephant. When in reality, they didn't. It's particle board desk. Mm-hmm. I could have thrown it out the window if I wanted to. Um, But I was just so like sick. Like it was like a mental, I don't know. It was really weird. I mean, sometimes when your mental health is, it can really like be physical. It can really, really like yeah. be physical. It's so, I mean, that's, that's so weird. And I haven't felt that since then. Did you get really angry? Like over yeah like, stuff yeah i got angry over nothing i was angry that i couldn't throw the door the the desk out the window mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i remember i didn't eat for a, it was several days but i got up it was madonna's 40th birthday <laughs> and my roommates were downstairs and one of them had her boyfriend over his name was oscar and I went downstairs and I got like a bowl of cereal and I remember sitting in the, at the table, um, at the coffee table, eating my cereal, watching MTV. And we were all talking about Madonna turning 40 and thinking like, that's so old. Mm. And I remember thinking like, wow, she's 40. Like that's old. That's like almost my mom's age. Madonna's like the same age as my mom. My mom at the time was like 42 mm-hmm. or almost 42. She's 41. She was my age. Oh my God. And, and yeah. Could you and, imagine? Like, I remember that. A kid in college right now? No. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh my God. It would be like I drove my child down to Florida and just left her there for college and then drove home. I would hate that. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. But um, yeah, anyway, that was a tangent about Waffle House. No, it was, it turned into it was something. a really good tangent. I loved it. I, I don't think you've ever shared that. I actually don't recall you sharing that with me. Some of the things, some of the things I do <clears throat> remember, but some of the things um, I didn't recall. Yeah. I mean, cause it's weird, mm-hmm. right? Like that's right. weird. Like I, like all I wanted to do was throw my desk out the window. But it felt like it was the size and shape and weight of an elephant. Yeah. Like it wouldn't fit through the window, but it would have, but it wouldn't in my mind. Like it was weird. Anyway, so I, if anyone have, anyone's experienced that, I want to hear that. So, yeah, that's how it Well, was. I was not gone long. You weren't. And I was so happy that you were back. I and came back a, in the fall. Then we got apartments together. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. Several. Several. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we have one more story, you guys. We do. And this is Becky's NKOTV bully story. And I'm going to read it. I love you, Becky. You know what you did. You know what you did. You know what you did. You know Becky. what you did. You know what you did. I want to start this by saying I'm not a violent person. I could never see her be violent. <laughs> I've never met uh, her in no. person, but she is the sweetest, sweetest person. I don't condone violence. However, a person can only take so much before enough is enough. In 1991, the step-by-step era, I was in seventh grade. I went to Catholic school, the only Catholic school in a town of 9,000 people. 
I'd been a student at this Catholic school since kindergarten with the same 14 kids in my class the entire time. Kind of like Britain's school, yeah. old school. Now she goes to a bigger school. I think we acted more like siblings than classmates by then. Anyway, there were these three boys in my class, Jeremy Crockett. Yes, that was his name and Patrick. And today they would probably be classified as bullies. They were awful to me. They would go out of their way to say mean things to me in PE. They would make it a point to trip me or knock me down. They would pull my chair out from under me and shoot rubber bands at my head at close range. Of the three, Crockett was the worst when it came to new kids on the block. He thought he was Vanilla Ice or Will Smith, or at least he dressed that way. Bright colored shirts and pants, overalls with mud button, diamond stud earrings. He you know who he sounds he like? So cool. Who? You know who he sounds like? Who? We should probably take the name out. Okay. Jake. You've got mail. I, I was thinking love ants, romance. <laughs> but I don't think Lance was ever mean. Jake, you've got mail always very very sweet to me i don't know Jake, why you've got mail he was, he was so never mean to-, to me but he was mean to some i don't even know where he is these days no i mean he was only in our school for like fourth and fifth grade and then he was gone i, I think. think he went to a lincoln he i just remember him from mary snow and he was- i yeah, he was not, but he didn't graduate with us, certainly. I don't no, know where he went. No, absolutely not, no. And I don't remember him in middle school. He may have been there, but I don't remember him there. I feel um, like I remember him in, like, sixth grade. Oh, maybe, maybe. But, but anyway. He was always very nice to me. But yes. Yes. That's what I'm picturing, because yes. I saw him be a dick. You did? Do tell. Do tell. Oh, he was an asshole. He was? Yeah 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 he was yeah he was like cruel oh like he would yeah he would say some mean things to some kids girls mostly girls weird yeah i wonder why he was i don't think he ever did to me but i was afraid that he would like i stayed out of his way no no no. i now that you say that i kind of vaguely remember but like at that point in my life i wish i could be the same I gave no shits about what people said about me. Like at that point in my life, um, that soon changed. But like, if he said something to me, I'd be like, you're wrong. Like, you're wrong. Um, But I wish I could be like that now. And I was opposite. opposite. I would have cried. And now you're the opposite. And now I would have been like, "Uh, fuck you then. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> that's how I was. I was just, and I guess that maybe that's why he was like, he didn't get a reaction from me. Right. So I don't know. Um, okay. So Crockett was the worst when it came to new kids on the block. He thought he was Vanilla Ice or Will Smith, or at least he dressed that way. Bright colored shirts and pants, overalls with one button, diamond stud earrings. He thought he was so cool. I thought he was annoying. He was always making vulgar comments about new kids on the block. And for a Catholic school kid, he said some pretty vulgar things. I don't remember what he said exactly, but I remember it was pretty bad. Right about this time was when the rumors started surfacing about lip syncing and Crockett was relentless. Every single day for weeks, he had something to say. And every time I would rise to the occasion, I did not know Jordan or any of the new kids. I had no clue that some 30 years later, I would be meeting any of them. But back then, I felt it was my duty to defend them. Anytime he said something about them, I would fight back. 
On this particular day, I had worn my Jordan night button to school on my backpack. My parents were always a little confused as to who was my favorite, but I appreciated the effort. And as soon as Crockett started, he started with his verbal assault on my boys. At first, I tried to ignore it, but then he got Jeremy and Patrick to join him. They were saying awful things and pushing me and trying to egg me on when Jeremy shot a rubber band at my head and I lost it. I swung around and punched Jeremy in the head. And when Crockett and Patrick jumped in to help, I ended up punching them too. Yes, Becky. <laughs> I, it took my teacher pulling us off each other to get us to stop. Then we were all sent to the principal's office. Now, for going to Catholic school, which has a reputation for being strict, I had a pretty reasonable principal. She knew I had been having trouble with these boys and had at one point advised me to stick up for myself. Maybe not quite that way, but I think she understood me. We all got detention for a week. I had kitchen duty, meaning I had to help wash dishes after lunch. However, I don't remember any of them ever bothering me about NKOTB after that. So yes, I got detention defending Jordan Knight's honor, and someday maybe I will tell him about it. Thanks, Brooke and Nikki. I love you both. Sincerely, Becky. Oh, Becky. Becky, we love you. We love you so much. Thank you for sending that in. Yeah. And like I'm I'm sorry, but good on you. No kidding. Those boys, those boys deserve what they got. Sometimes I wish I would have done that. I mean, you know what? I'm sorry, but like they had it coming. Jerks. Yeah. 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 For sure. And it's not just like about the back. Uh, Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. <laughs> it's not just about the new kids thing, but it's the whole thing. Like, don't be a douchebag. Right. 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 But we so, had those guys. We had those people. Totally. I feel like I feel like we all everybody, every school did. Right. We all did. Right. Um exactly. and you look back and you're like, why, why were they such jerks? But I know. I know. <clears throat> You know why? Because they were jealous of the attention that New Kids was getting and they were boys. So they felt like intimidated. You know? I that's what I, I truly Maybe. feel that way. I truly feel that way. I truly yeah. I mean, I, I think it makes sense. And yeah. sometimes I think that kids just are jerks. Yeah. And it was just something Agreed. they could be jerky about. Right. Agreed. Too, you know? But anyway. Yeah. Becky, thank you so much for sending in your story. We appreciate you. Again, yeah. you know what you did. Yes. We sure. love you. We love you so much. And for the record, we also love Stephanie. Just saying. Uh, yes, Stephanie. <laughs> you know what you did. Um. So, you guys, we also love you, too. Like, more than you Absolutely. will ever, ever, ever know. And we appreciate you guys so much. And we appreciate mm-hmm. you listening to us every week. Even if you can't listen on a week, sometimes you catch up. And we appreciate that so much. And we appreciate like our community. Because if totally. it wasn't for our community, we wouldn't get to do the things that we're able to do, which is crazy, crazy talk. Like crazy talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. so with that totally. being said, this was a great episode. I love a good block party. Yeah. And oh, me too. Same, same. Yeah. So uh, with that, Thanks. we'll be loving you forever. Sure will. And ever.
Bye. Okay, bye.